the college experience week nine FCS preview and pick show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Get started today and receive a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is your home to free daily video picks from SGPN. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. Make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by PixWise. PixWise has free picks every day for every single sport. Check out all their expert plays and betting news at PixWise.com. Once again, that's PixWise.com. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college experience FCS week nine, week 10. I don't know what this week zero not to, I think week nine, we're going to go with college football weekend preview. A lot of great college, uh, college football action happening this weekend. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host. Uh, I mean, come on, you got to give it up for this guy. The DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Hernan Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? What's going on? FCS regular season winding down and things are heating up. Let's dive in. Dude, I mean, Woo! I mean, we just got to hit you with right. the Ric Flair right there because. Yeah, I mean, this is a. Uh, it's essentially we got the playoffs right around the corner here in a couple of weeks, and then uh, a lot of a lot of playoff games going on. And and we'll just start right from. And by the way, we had been on fire the past couple of weeks. Well, last week we kind of hit, kind of hit a uh, rough patch. I was one game below five hundred. I think it was my only week below five hundred. So one game below five hundred is not the end of the world. I was hovering around sixty percent for the year, picking every game. I think I dropped like fifty-seven or so. I'm gonna bounce back this week though, get it back up north of sixty, hopefully. Yeah, and like I said, I love the slate this week. Uh, all the all the quitters are gone. Get the quitters. Now we got team, teams that want to be here that, that want to play. I mean, if you sign up for something, even if you got a losing record, what are you telling? You see your, it through, damn it, right? Yeah. What are you telling your team? What are you telling your team? Come on, man. We've been practicing for the all fucking year. Exactly. When things get tough, you're going to fold up. Some of them weren't even that bad. Chattanooga was playing decent football. I mean, yes, you weren't going to win your conference, but you were still having a winning record. What are you doing? Yeah, this is something only this generation would do. I think let's, 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 <laughs> let's get call off a, my lawn. Let's call a spade a spade. Um, okay. Saturday morning. The first game I'm seeing on my slate here is a playoff game. Essentially uh, Davidson who just 
I mean, went on the road to San Diego. That's a far trip. And the, the Taros, right? Taros, right? I believe. Uh, they were Toreros. Toreros. Yeah. Jesus. Taros. Yeah. What am I talking about? Um, uh, they were on a, they were about to have their 39th straight win, which would have tied a record, I believe. Well, Davidson and the triple option came to town and pulled off the almighty upset. Also had two key interceptions in that game late. Um, but this, this team, this Davidson wildcat team on the verge, if they can beat Presbyterian this Saturday, 9 a.m. on the West, noon on the East. They are going to clinch a ticket to the playoffs, NC Nick. Let's talk about the Davidson. Why is, is, is Steph Curry playing quarterback for the Davidson Wildcats? <laughs> I don't well, know. first off, yeah. very impressive win going across the country and beating San Diego like that. I believe we were both on San Diego. We might have even locked it up. Um, so, yeah, hey, congrats, Davidson. Nice win. But now you have to travel back across the country, back to your home and beat a school that's playing decent ball here and a university that they've already played once this year. You sound uh, like, you sound like Chris Farley in Wayne's world. When he's talking about the limousine, the record, <laughs> he's like back to Chicago to St. Louis to Minnesota, then back to Chicago. But yes, anyway, well, continue. I didn't mean to derail you. It just reminded not me. Not a problem. I was going to say that first game Davidson won 41 to 24, but I think that final score is a bit misleading because Presbyterian was actually up 24, 21 in that game. And they held Davidson to like 30 yards passing. I understand Davidson's more like an option team, you know, run heavy, but I think uh, Presbyterian has enough to keep this game close again and not, you know, fold down the stretch. I like uh, fading the team that is riding high. Davidson is riding high right now. So I like taking the points here. Give me the touchdown with the home team. Wow. You're going to go. You're just going to dive right into the, you're just going to take the blue hose. You think of the money line, you know, their nickname uh, is the blue hose, no. right? I do know that the, they are the blue hose. I am aware. I think Davidson finds a way to win. I just think I'm all about, you know, fading the team after the big win and Davidson had that big win against San Diego. And I think this is, I think you know, the coming out of the gates, they're going to start slow. I think Davidson pulls away and wins, but I think this game's going to be tight here. I like the points. I'm on the other side of this. I think Davidson sees an opportunity. I, I believe Davidson's a team that's never been in the playoffs. So I think this is a gigantic step for the university of Davidson. I think going into next season and the future, uh, you know, that lies ahead. I think maybe this is a team that I think potentially down the road could jump up to the FBS if they can get this football program in order, because I, I look, they're in, they're down there right outside of Charlotte. That's a, that's a, a hotbed of recruiting only what an hour or two from uh, Atlanta. I think uh, this is a magical time to be a wildcat fan. And a lot uh, of schools down there though, including university of Charlotte, you know, uh, yeah, within that two, three hour radius, there's a bunch of schools. Uh, I, I mean, Hey, maybe they can eventually, but I think they would struggle initially. Well, I think you got to get ready for, I mean, the, the last week, uh, can we just uh, give a, give a round of applause to Dylan sparks, the wildcats running back. This guy was an animal last week. Uh, 19 rushes, 133 yards and a score. This guy's killing it on the season too, getting 5.3 yards rush. They got a dual threat uh, thing going on here. Dylan sparks and Coy Williams in the backfield. 
but Tyler Phelps, their quarterback also runs for a decent amount. And then they bring these receivers in. It's a, you know, Eli Turner and Mark McCurdy, all of these guys over a couple hundred yards rushing. I mean, just, just uh, loving this uh, option attack. And I think, you know, I get it. It's a road game, but I think they're focused. I think they're laser focused. They want to go to their first playoff because if they lose this, I don't know if you know this, Nick, if, if they were to lose this game and San Diego wins because Davidson lost to Elon back on the 20th, I believe San Diego would get the birth to the playoffs. And, and how, how often do you see that? You see a team that you think is like just ready to take that step and make the playoffs. All I gotta do is get past one mediocre team and then they stumble. And there is that angle. I mean, I do like the angle of the fact that you, that they're playing them twice in a short season. I mean, right around the corner that it seemed like they just played him a couple of weeks ago. So I'm still going Davidson though. I think they get it done. I think they're pro I mean, that number's probably right to me. It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if it was 28, right. 21, but uh, I just think, give me the team that's lit that I think is going to be super excited to be there and, and to uh, have that motivational side. Uh, all right, let's move down. I mean, we got a slew of great games here. Um, I don't know if we want to touch on, uh, let's just, I guess, Drake Butler, Drake minus 10. This one is actually not a great game. Butler's own four. Drake is uh, just has one win. So Drake minus 10. I actually laid the points with Drake. Dude, a lot of disagreements right off the, right off the bat. I love it. You know, so Drake, very disappointing loss to Valpo last week. Um, I think that's the kind of loss where you kind of just quit on the season. You know, so, so this is the last game of the season. There's really nothing to play for. Uh, Butler's not any good either. You know, um, they just got housed by Moorhead state. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, Drake's a better school. Yes. I just don't see what their motivation is here. And once again, I'm getting 10 points with a home dog. Um, I think this is going to be a very low scoring game. I think Drake wins like, I don't know, 16 to nine or something. Mm, I'm going to give me a, uh, how about this one here? 14, nothing Drake. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised. So some of these games are ugly. <laughs> Valpo three and one Valpo, the crusaders at Moorhead state in Moorhead, Kentucky uh, Valpo laying a point and a half. I didn't know what to do on this one. What were you thinking on this one? I think I, I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go Moorhead state. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna lean Morehead too. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think Morehead nice win last week. You know, uh, maybe they have a little bit of momentum. Maybe that offense is is playing better. They're a home team. Uh, I yeah, I'm gonna say that momentum continues and they can uh, pull out a cl- a close one here. Yeah, uh, I mean these are kind of the I, I will highlight the the really good ones here. Robert Morris, uh, Charleston Southern, Charleston Southern laying six and a half. I'm actually gonna I'm I'm gonna jump on Robert Morris here. <laughs> Dude, another disagreement. I'm going Charleston Southern. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean Rob, Robert Morris got beat by Kennesaw thirty five nothing last week. They Kennesaw's- they're not prepared for the triple option. I watched some of that game. Yeah, Kennesaw is a really good team yeah. too. But I mean, what has Robert Morris done? I think Charleston Southern is decent. The JMU game, they played, they were beating JMU at halftime. 
Yeah, they ended up losing by twenty, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Jack Chambers for Charleston Southern. He just threw for for three forty and two touchdowns last week. He did throw three picks, so uh, limit your turnovers, and you can have a lot of success against this Robert Morris team here. So three uh, so far, I guess I'm I'm all, I'm all over home team so far. I'm, I'm giving getting another home team, but this time I'm laying points. Charleston Southern. Actually, I think you just convinced me to switch because I was looking at some stuff here. Okay, yeah, I, throwing for that many yards, I think. Yeah, okay, I'm switching over to the to are, there, are Charleston Southern the Buccaneers. I think they're the Buccaneers. Uh, uh, this Eastern Tennessee State. Could there be two Buccaneers? I don't know what Charleston Southern is. I don't know. For sure. uh, I'm gonna take a look here. Now you got me. Uh, be interested here. They are the Buccaneers. Yeah, there we go. Don't doubt me. A lot here. of Buccaneers down there. Uh, uh, Lehigh at Lafayette. I, I am going with Lafayette here. I was impressed with Lafayette last week. Lehigh's offense. I've watched Lehigh in both of their spring appearances. It, that's a really horrible offense. The defense is actually solid. <laughs> Give me Lafayette to get this done. I understand the last time they played two years ago, they only won by one. Lafayette looked good to me last week against Colgate. So yeah, this is actually potentially lock because Lehigh hasn't scored a touchdown this spring season yet. <laughs> I mean, Lehigh, uh, they lost 20 to three to Holy cross and they lost six, nothing to Bucknell. Yeah. I believe that's their only game. So they haven't scored a touchdown yet. Yeah. Uh, by, <laughs> now, the, by the way, I, I, I want to preface it by saying they played Colgate back in March, but Lafayette looked good in that game. It wasn't last week. Okay. Uh, right. Right. So yeah, I want to go with the team that's actually scored a touchdown this year and uh, you're only laying seven here. So uh, yeah, give me Lafayette as well. Uh, Central Washington plays at Montana. Montana decided to play football. I don't have a line on this one, but uh, I, it's about time they play some football there. We don't have to hit a hit on that. I'm just, I was disappointed by Montana and Montana state canceling the season. Uh, yeah, it's so weird. To, so they're playing one game. I think they have, is, is that, they play Portland yes. state, another team that canceled the season. So I guess that's their spring game. But yeah, I guess that's kind of what it is. That's you know strange. Uh, Fordham at Bucknell. Bucknell two and zero. Oh. This is, I believe, uh, potentially a huge game in this uh, in this Patriot League here. I think, I think this could essentially decide everything here in the Patriot League. There's two yeah, games think, in the Patriot. Yeah, League. I, yeah. And I think Fordham is the, the the class of these two schools here. Um, they just put it on Colgate, you know, 40 to eight and yeah, Bucknell is, is two and oh, you know, but that six, nothing went over Lehigh that it was just that, that like set football back <laughs> 30 years. So I can't get behind Bucknell. Uh, so I'm finally going to take a road team. I'm going to take Fordham. Yeah. I am all over that, man. I am all over that. Um, let me ask you this. Kennesaw state and Monmouth, the winner is going to make the playoffs. What's this, this line movement has been crazy. What's the last line you're seeing here on this game? Because I, this movement. Yeah. I, I heard you guys do the pod with uh, Sean and Ryan last night. And I, I think you guys threw out like a you know, six, six or six and a half or something. Right. Yeah. And I saw the three this morning. Yeah. Yeah. So th- usually there's always one or two games where there's like a three or four point line movement. So unfortunately this week I was tied up yesterday. I couldn't get my picks in early. I couldn't get my bets in early. So I'm picking it at three and a half and I'm still going Monmouth here. I'm going, you know, it's two good schools here. I think it's gonna be a hell of a game. I'm going to take the hook and Monmouth to at least cover. Uh, I, oh man, this line, this, this, this line going down. I, I think I'll go Monmouth too, man. I mean, I, I Kennesaw state is the pride. I feel like, I'm, I mean, my, both these programs have been good 
over the past like 10 years, but Kennesaw state been coming on lately, even after their starting quarterback. Well, then when you run the triple option, I guess the quarterback doesn't, isn't as, as important, right. but right. Uh, I don't feel great about this game. I think it could go either way, but uh, yeah, I'm going to take Monmouth. I think at three look, since w- I picked it, I took Monmouth at I think six and a half last night. I think at three, give me, give me Kennesaw. All right. Yeah. But um, well, I, I'm getting at three and a half. You're at three now. I'm seeing it three over here. Like I said, this, this shit's been all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Either way it should be a great game. I think it's it's probably one of the better games, you know, early Saturday. Keep an eye, Tony Musket, quarterback of uh, Monmouth. Guy's a pretty good player, pretty good player. Keep an eye on him. But I'm curious the triple option right. attack. Uh, Kennesaw State, the Owls. They have a slew of running backs who who can really slice and dicey. Led by Kyle Glover, 53 rushes, 278 yards, 5.2 yards a rush. But don't sleep on Isaac Foster. This guy's getting eight yards a rush, Nick. They have. A slew of running backs in this triple option: Preston Daniels, uh, uh, Ella Kiki or whatever. I don't even fucking know how to pronounce his name. Um, but th- uh, I'm gonna go. Ken- I, thought I, I thought I heard a bill of uh, Lou Holtz in there for a second. Yeah, yeah. Here, let me just uh, let me let me give you that right now. All right, this ah. is. Oh wait, wait, that was not Lou Holtz. Hold on. Well, well I don't get. I got brain man. Yeah, channeling my my. <laughs> Alakiki, Alakake. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna go with three. Just give me, give me Kennesaw State. Three and a half. I think I lean Monmouth. Wow, that close, huh? I think it's gonna come down, dude. This is gonna come down to the fun. Like Monmouth was impressive the past couple of weeks. I thought. Um, yeah. So uh, can't wait to watch this one. 10 a.m. on the West Saturday. 1 p.m. on the East. Uh, moving down here, I'm, I'm gonna lock this one up. I am going to lock up the Richmond spiders minus five and a half in Williamsburg, Virginia uh, against William and Mary. I know it's a, a, one of the oldest rivalries in college football, but what's your take on this game? I uh, do another disagreement. I'm on the tribe, you know? Uh, yeah. Richmond's a better team, but they played each other once this year. Richmond won 21, 14 in I think week one. So probably what a month and a half ago or something. Uh, like you said, man, this is a rivalry game. The battle of, you know, Southern Virginia or central Virginia, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I, I expect a close game, especially on the road here. So I will take the six points. I think Richmond is a much better team than they were week one. I think I just watched William and Mary. Now, granted, they were against JMU, but that offense looked awful. Um, I think Richmond's gaining momentum. I think William and Mary is losing momentum. Yes, Mike London, head coach of William and Mary, former Richmond Spider head coach. So there don't is, sleep on the tribe. There is that angle. I am locking up Richmond minus five and a half. I'm seeing it at right now. Five and a half. I'm- I'm not locking up the tribe, but I, I lean in their direction with the five and a half because it was seven yesterday. I got it at six. Okay. If that makes a difference, probably five and a half, six, probably not, but uh, don't, don't, don't shortchange me out of that half point. All right. Uh, 21 to 10 final score. Give me Richmond with the win. Well, Hey, it, t- it tells you that the money is coming in on uh, William and Mary. That doesn't scare you off. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> uh, Furman. Furman at the Citadel Citadel pulling a huge upset late. Uh, I mean, that was one that, I mean, Wofford was beating the Citadel all day and somehow, 
I mean, Furman, I mean, I'm sorry, the Citadel ended up getting, I think a turn. Uh, they, they drove at like an 80 yard drive for a touchdown to make it a one score game. Only a couple minutes left. And then Wofford fumbles the ball. Citadel makes some pay, uh, pay gets the, gets the win. Um, that was a great game, but here we are Furman laying nine and a half against the Citadel. This is an interesting line. I think Furman would led by quarterback Hamp Sisson. You know, this was a preseason top 10 team. They've had their struggles laying nine and a half against a triple option team here. You know what though? Tell I, me we're going to disagree again. I'm going Furman. <laughs> we are going to disagree yeah. again. So here's my problem with Furman. Yes. We were expecting more of them this year. They've lost two in a row. Now their season's over. This is the last game of the year. I think they just might mail it in at this point. Disappointing season. They're not going anywhere. It's over. Start the vacation early. Meanwhile, maybe Citadel gets a little injection of energy from that come behind win against Wofford. I yeah, maybe, maybe that makes them still care. Therefore I'm getting points with the home dog again. I'll go Citadel. I mean, do I need to tell you that this is a huge rivalry game? They've played. Uh, this is uh, the hundredth time they've played each other. Um, this is why. So, so maybe that's why Furman will care. That is why they will care because look, when you go to Furman, believe it or not, I don't think you're on the NFL radar. I think you go there, you know, to play some football and hell you want to beat the hell out of the Citadel. <laughs> all right. I don't know, man. I think those guys have already got vacation plans in Myrtle beach. Like they're probably leaving like the day after the game. I think their mind's going to be elsewhere. Citadel. You're talking about like military guys, focus, dedication, seeing it through to the end. This is the last game. They're going to try They're going to come up with a big defensive effort and limit the uh, Furman. Uh, give me Furman. And, and uh, trust me, your your Citadel is going to feel like this. Yeah. Yeah. He felt, like, he felt like shit afterwards. All right. You're going to feel like shit afterwards because the Citadel, they should have lost by double digits last week. They pulled that one out their ass. All right. Mississippi Valley state, Jerry Rice's alma mater catching 14 and a half at Alabama state, Nick, um, Alabama state's been a solid program. They just put a whooping on Jackson state. They just put a whooping on Jack Deion Sanders bunch. Yeah. But they, they come back and lose the South Carolina state 14, seven. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, South Carolina state though, keeps a solid program there. Uh, Mississippi Valley state getting 14 and a half. I'm on, I think Mississippi Valley state, the way they played pine bluff makes me yeah. think to take the points here. I think ba- Bama state's going to get the win, but I love yeah. that. I love that hook with Mississippi Valley state. Finally, we agree. Uh, yeah. They hung tight with APB last week. I think Alabama state's a better team. Alabama state's going to win, but 14 and a half is asking a lot. Give me the Delta devils. Is that what they're called? I believe you are correct. Great um, name. So uh, now let's bounce down to the big sky. Actually, before I get to the big sky, let me tell the folks out there that the college experience is brought to you by WinBet. WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Uh, get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. All right, generous promos, odds, parlays are happening right now at WinBet. So get over there, get started today, and you'll receive an offer up to five hundred dollars risk-free bet. Come on, five hundred dollar risk-free bet. Terms and conditions do apply, though. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com. And make sure you download the app today. All right. 
let's talk a little big sky football where my uh, dude, I, I, I got my ass kicked last week, betting FCS, but there was one darling, actually a couple darlings. One of them was Idaho state. The yeah, we're both on the Bengals. Tyler Vanderwa, the former Wyoming quarterback, doing things in Pocatello as they took down the Vandals. They're catching seven and a half right now, heading to take Weber State, who I think Weber State per, might be the luckiest team, the luckiest undefeated team, perhaps in all of college football. I'm on the Bengals plus the seven and a half. I know they're just coming off a rivalry game where they're probably feeling great, but Weber State, two weeks ago, they went on a Hail Mary. Last week they they they're down most of the game. They find a way to to eke this thing out against uh, Southern Utah when they were uh, Weber State was favored by eighteen and a half points. Uh, all over the Bengals here, man. Seven and a half. Yeah. So we handicapped last week's game, Idaho 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 State game perfectly. We saw that the Bengals have been getting better throughout the year. Uh, they had two tough close losses to good teams. We knew that they were up and coming. They were going to play better and at home in a rivalry game, wanting to prove a point to, to big, bad Idaho. So uh, we were all over that. I don't feel anywhere near as good about this game. I think Weber state. Uh, well, I'm scared that Weber state might show up here. Weber, uh, Weber, buddy. I'm sorry. Weber state might show up here for some reason. I, every time I want to say Weber, I don't know why uh, Weber state might show up here is getting closer to the playoffs. They have been, they've had been a little lackluster, but still pulling out W's but you can't go against Idaho state getting seven points right now and a hook um, and a hook. I'm getting seven and a half right now. No. Okay. Okay. I saw the seven, but even better, you know, I think uh, uh, Weber state's last three wins have been by less than a touchdown each one. And they were against lesser teams. So I don't love it. I'm a little worried that Weber state might step on the gas here, but give me Idaho state to cover Weber state wins this one, 28, 21. We li- we win by that fucking hook, dude. We win by there the you hook. go. I like it. All right. Here's another lock of mine. Alabama a and M has played one game this season, right? Now they uh, hit the road to Jackson, Mississippi, Alabama a and M hasn't played in a month, Nick, because of COVID problems. They're going to play Jackson State. I understand Jackson State's lost two in a row, but uh, Jackson State's getting three and a half. A home dog that's been playing every week. Sign me up to that. Uh, you haven't played in a month. Give me Deion Sanders' bunch to get to win this on the money line, man. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you know Deion's going to be in their ass at practice all week long. I think uh, they'll be able to bounce back from that. And you know, yeah, I mean the three and a half. It's like this game should be like a pick'em or something. I don't see how Alabama A&M is favored by three and a half on the road. So I'm with you. Give me Deion's boys. All right, let's move it down. Yeah, that, I mean that that should be a fun one to watch. Uh, Youngstown State. Did you catch how they? F- I mean, uh, we took Youngstown last week, man, and and just. Just a, they're just so bad on offense. I don't understand how they're that bad on offense. Um, Youngstown State at Missouri State, hitting the road to Springfield, Missouri, to take on Bobby Petrino's road rash face. Uh, Missouri State laying three and a half. This was two and a half. Now it moved to three. Now three and a half. Nick, do we go with the Penguins? Because I think I am leaning with the Bears, despite. I mean that. Missouri State starting quarterback has one touchdown and six interceptions. <laughs> uh, great stat. The Penguins really let me down last week. So I had a, a rough start Saturday morning. I was in the hole a few games early. I scratched and called my way back to 500. And the Youngstown State game was the last game on Sunday, I believe. 
I get that right. I'm over 500, but lo and behold, they do not come through for us. It's kind of funny because two weeks ago we were all over Youngstown State. It's kind of similar to Idaho State. They had played good in a couple of tough losses. We were expecting them to finally win the game. We were on that. They hit for us. We were loving the Penguins. And then last week happens when they're a 10 point favored. Yeah. So uh, against a bad I, team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think that kind of refocuses Youngstown State. I like Youngstown State as a dog. I do not like them as a favorite anymore. They're a dog here. So I will take the points and ride with the Penguins. Bobby Petrino's bunch turning a corner won three in a row despite their quarterback having one passing touchdown and six picks. I mean, <laughs> great, just unbelievable. But yeah, give me the Missouri, uh, Missouri State. I think Bobby Trina's got something going. The defense is, uh, and look, that defense—they've beaten some good teams lately. I mean, Missouri State took down South Dakota, took down uh, Southern Illinois, took down uh, Northern Iowa. Where they had a pick six in that game. Uh, like, I think the defense is when what's playing ball, and, and trust you're me, just gonna write off Youngstown State, huh? I am because they love you. Were those. high a week ago. They do they they can't move they can't they can't throw the forward pass they really can't True. and they don't run the triple option so to me if you which can't, is why you should never lay ten points with them but yeah. they're a dog here I think they play better as a dog uh, I can't wait to talk shit to you on Saturday <laughs> all right uh, one p.m. on the west four p.m. on the east Stetson all the way in Florida I believe if memory serves me correct travels to San Diego California where guess what San Diego. If they win this, they're still alive. Depending on what happens with Davidson, maybe this is one you want to wait on to bet till right before kickoff. But I think San Diego's, even though they're laying eighteen and a half, and they haven't covered any of their lines, ATS Nick, I think they will this one. I think they will. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I like uh, this spot for them, knowing that they just lost their first conference game in thirty nine tries or forty tries. Uh, and Owen three Stetson, who just got housed by Presbyterian 26 to three traveling cross country and, and San Diego needs to show up to potentially make the playoffs. Give me San Diego minus 18 and a half. And the money is coming in on Stetson. This opened up at 20 and a half. Yeah. You know, I think you pretty much said everything there. I think uh, San Diego will be pissed after losing to Davidson and Stet Stetson is winless travel across the country, nothing to play for. They're going to get to to beautiful San Diego. They're going to see scantily clad honeys. They're not focusing on a football game. Meanwhile, San Diego needs a win. They need it more. They still are motivated and they come out and smoke them. Uh, I'm with you. I can't, but I thought you were going to go Stetson, man. I really thought you were going to go Stetson there, but uh... just when you think I zig, I zag. Uh, let me tell you the folks out there that the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas, better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs only care about, which is sports betting. We're giving out free daily video picks, uh, over at better than Vegas profile page from the SGPN crew. Yes. Better than Vegas is always running a ton of free contests as well. They got a ton of free picks and handicappers that you need to check out. Make sure you subscribe to our profile so you don't miss any of our picks. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Um, all right. Well, here we are. Here we are in the middle of this thing here. And we got Southeast Louisiana. This is a hard game for me to get a read on. Southeast Louisiana. 
the lions who I early in the season, I was impressed week one. I thought they, you know, they almost beat Sam Houston state. They probably should have. Uh, then they took down McNeese state the next week and they took down Northwestern state. And I'm thinking three and oh, great. Then, then they got uh, just how, I mean, <laughs> they gave up 56 to incarnate word. Then they took care of business against Lamar. Um, so, I mean, I, I kind of like this lions team. I like their quarterback play, but at the same time, Nichols is just the, to me, the true enigma of college football. Cause when they're on, I feel like they could drop a hundred on anybody, pull a fucking, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, a John Heisman. Yeah. Georgia tech Cumberland, John Heisman, uh, (laughs) dropping 225 points against Cumberland. Look, Nichols opened the season scoring 87. Then the next week, 55. And then they, they got tested against a winless team and they win 31, 24. Then they play a, a, a top 10 team as they're in the top 10 as well. And they lose, they give up 71 points to Sam Houston state. And you're thinking, man, maybe this Nichols team is full of shit. Then they take on an, an undefeated incarnate word team at the time. And they drop 75 points on incarnate word. And then they only come back to, to lose to Cody Orgeron and McNeese state. I mean, I, I can't figure this team out. It's the last game of the season. Both these offenses are prolific. Both, both their defenses have been dog shit. I, I I'm inclined to, I guess, take the points, but I mean, I, I don't, I have no feel in this game. Well, first off, uh, even though Cumberland lost 225 to nothing, they still probably played the following week. Cause back then they were real men, even though they should have quit, they should have yeah. folded up the whole program after that loss. They probably well, still played the next week, but well, anywho, hopefully that defense, this game here, hopefully that defensive coordinator didn't coach the next week. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. I'm taking the points. I like uh, the quarterback for the lions. Uh, Cole Kelly, he's thrown for 300 over 300 in all five games this year. I think Nichols will be hungry to avenge that loss to McNeese, but uh, they're pretty, I'd say equal teams here. And uh, there could be a lot of points, uh, but when everything else equal, I always say in FCS football, I'll take the points. The total is 70. I say, take the over. It could very well <laughs> go over in the first half. Take the over. This is going to be back and forth. I feel sorry for both defensive coordinators in this matchup. Um, okay. I mean, I, I think that's a good game though. I mean, I think it's a good game. I, I I'm excited to watch that game, but um, Definitely. Yeah, give me the Lions plus five. Uh, this one is intriguing. Idaho travels just an hour and twenty six minutes northwest uh, from Moscow, Idaho, to Cheney, Washington, to go to that uh, Inferno turf and take on Eastern Washington. I was originally on Idaho because they 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 played earlier this year and it was a close game. And uh, then I realized, you know, they've had quarterback issues. Uh, Eastern Washington was missing their coach and a lot of their defense that first game. So it's, in, I've, 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 it's easy to see a tide turn, Nick. And, and Eastern Washington's red hot right now. And they're only laying 12, 12 and a half. Um, on the red turf, Eric Barriere, I believe his name is. That guy is a stud. And uh, Idaho's heading in the wrong direction. Give me the Eagles to roll in this one. I'll do one better. I'm locking up the Eagles, man. I think they do roll. You know, they have something to play for at this point in the season, really the last week of regular season. One of the tricks is to find out which teams are motivated, which teams still care. I think Idaho losing to Idaho state. I think that's a very deflating loss. 
I don't see how they bounce back for that in the last game of their meaningless season. I think uh, Eastern Washington rolls here behind Barrier. He probably would throw for three fifty. Uh, I expect a, a score or something like thirty-five ten or something. I'm with you. I think they roll. Uh, I'm excited to watch that one too. Uh, McNeese. This one is an awesome game because McNeese State, pretty impressive win last week. And uh, you know, there's I know they're five hundred, but they're at Sam Houston State. Where Sam Houston State, eh, kind of saw some chinks in the armor a week ago. Uh, as they barely got past a winless Northwestern state team that NC Nick actually forecasted correctly, Sam Houston, yes, sir. State, yesterday I took this line at 14, right? Sam Houston state was minus 14 yesterday to McNeese. Now it's 15. Ugh. I'm still going to go Sam Houston state, but I'm not going over 17. If it goes over 17, I hate that. I, I don't like this play. I don't advise my clients to to take this play. But if you have to, if you're set on betting in this one, give me Sam Houston State minus 15. But I can tell you, Cody Ordron had that offense moving with McNeese last week. Yeah, and you have to be worried about the Sam Houston defense. But I, I agree. Eric Schmidt and company, I think I got it at minus 14. It's all a situational play. I mean, look, Sam Houston State, after putting up 62 on the Mar, I think they were thinking a bit too fondly of themselves. They thought they could just show up. And just blow right by Northwestern State. I think uh, you know whenever you lose, uh, whenever you win in a in an ugly game where you should have played better, I think that can like refocus you. I think that makes you pay attention to your coaches in practice. Uh, so I think they're going to come into this game. I think they're going to roll here. Uh, we know Sam Houston State's the better team, and I think I think most people are going to be on McNeese here just because of of the the two results last week. That's why I like to jump back on Sam Houston this week. I think they win and win pretty easily. I uh, I'm going to take Sam Houston, but that defense definitely had dude Northwestern state. If they could just complete a pass, they might've won that game. Uh, they had plenty of opportunities too. Um, so I, I, it's funny coming into the, a couple of weeks ago, people thought Sam Houston state could win the whole championship. And now obviously they still can. I think they're going to be in the playoffs. Uh, I think that's almost, a, I think they've already clinched actually. Um, so I still have my concerns when they go up against a Missouri Valley team or something or a big sky team. Will they be able to do that? Um, but give me Sam Houston state minus the 15. Like I said, if it gets up to 17, 17 and a half, maybe that's, yeah, I wouldn't go much higher. Yeah. I agree. This one is an interesting one. North Dakota state travels to uh Northern Iowa, Cedar falls, Iowa, Iowa, uh, Northern Iowa, getting back their quarterback McEwen. Uh, he was out with COVID problems the past couple of weeks. Um, this line opened up at 10. It's down to eight and a half. So some money coming in on the Panthers. This is a heated rivalry. I, I'm going to take Northern Iowa as long as it's more than a touchdown because Northern Iowa's got a good defense. They're a defensive uh, oriented team. Their coach is a, uh, is a, a you know former defensive player at Northern Iowa, so I, I think they can hang around this game. And, and we've touched on this. Zeb Nolan is he's been no stranger to throwing interceptions this whole season. Northern Iowa hangs in this game. Sprinkle some on the money line. I don't believe in North Dakota State yet. So, um, what's the uh, Dan Devine line from Rudy? <laughs> Does he say like? Nobody comes into our house and pushes us around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, you're kind of expecting some like big motivational speech and you're kind of let down. Like, uh, uh, is, is that the best you got? <laughs> but I think it's true. Cause you don't just go into Cedar falls and push around the Panthers. 
like they've struggled on offense this year. I get it, but they still have a very good defense and this is going to be a close game. It's a rivalry game. Two of the best programs parentally, you know, in FCS football. I don't think North Dakota state can go in there and win by more than a touchdown. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to take the points as well. Prior to this game, I just took two favors. I need to get back on the dog side. I'm going with Northern Iowa. Uh, there we go right there. Okay. I'm so interested to see what you, what you're going to do here. Cause my blue hands, the state of Delaware, this is a battle of undefeated teams together. Uh, wait, did Delaware state lose a game? Did I miss that? Oh, they, they're crediting them. Um, the one game in the fall. I think they played. Oh no, they lost to South Carolina, South Carolina state on, on the 11th or the 13th. Um, Delaware at Delaware state in, in good old, uh, where's Delaware state again? Wilmington, I believe. Um, yeah, sure. No Dover. They're in Dover for this one. The blue hands undefeated. My blue hands wearing the t-shirt right now, Nick, wearing the t-shirt. Um, they are, uh, they're this line opened up at 25. It's up to 27 and I'm still laying the points with the blue hands because I think as long as you get it under 28, you're good. I'm going Delaware state, man. I mean, look, I hate it. Cause I, I hate it because the school in Delaware has got to lose. You know, I've been back in my Delaware schools this year. It's the year of the state of Delaware. So somebody has got to lose here. Uh, obviously Delaware is a much better team, but I'm just hoping that's a lot of points. I'm hoping Delaware state rivalry game at home. They can keep it within uh three touchdowns and a field goal. <laughs> Uh, you're going with your Hornets. Uh, I get I'm it. I'm going I with the Hornets. I, I, I'm a Herndon Hornet at heart. You never went to Herndon High School because we moved. But I, <laughs> so I, I, mean, I still went there I'm plenty of times State. to play games. But yes, I am going with the Blue Hands. Uh, so uh, look, I mean, they're my darlings. Gobble gobble. I don't know if that that counts for a, a hen, but fuck it. <laughs> it I'm I'm counting it as a hen. Uh, all right, here's a huge one. Here's an absolutely huge game in the SoCon. East Tennessee state laying three road favorite at Mercer. Who's won three in a row. East Tennessee state wins this game. Nick, if they win this game, they clinch the playoffs. I am all over Mercer. I love the Mercer play here. The East I'm Tennessee locking state, Mercer up dude. If VMI's quarterback, I mean, first off VMI had three chances to win that game. I thought VMI was the better team. If you watch that game, East Tennessee state defense played good, but I mean, VMI got in position to win that game a couple times. Uh, One, a snap went way over quarterback's head. Like I'm talking way over quarterback's head Uh, that kind of blew a drive. And then, uh, and then uh, some missed, uh, you know, missed field goal. You had all across. I thought VMI was the better team. Uh, I think Mercer's heading in the right direction. And uh, give me Mercer plus three at home. They're gonna you're gonna give me points at yeah, home. Yeah, definitely. I, I'm I'm right there with you, lockstep. Like I mean, ETS. I don't know how good they are. I mean, close wins against bad opponents in Citadel and Western Carolina. To their credit, they hung on, beat VMI. Good win last week. But Mercer's on a roll here now. Three wins in a row where the offense has averaged 35 points a game in those three wins. So I got a, a home dog that can put up points on the scoreboard. Sign me up and lock it up. I was about to say, this is a lock, buddy. Lock this thing up. Um, okay. So that would then mean VMI would go to the postseason for the first time in a long time. Um, Northern Arizona, the Lumberjacks 
Traveling to Southern Utah. This is an intriguing game because Northern Arizona, both these teams just played Weber State and they played them really good. Northern Arizona losing by a Hail Mary and Southern Utah losing essentially on the final drive. Um, Thunderbirds laying six. I'm on, I'm on the Lumberjacks. I think, I think Thunderbirds might get the win, but I think you're foolish if you just think, well, okay, just because of that situation. Last time Northern, Northern Arizona stepped on a football field, they looked pretty darn good against one of the top-ranked teams in the CAA. I mean, in, in I'm the going yes, yeah. I'm going Southern Utah minus. I got it at minus five earlier today. So uh, apparently, people are putting money on Southern Utah. Look, I I back universities from the state of Utah because they seem to have good football and basketball programs. I know that's not the best breakdown of this game here, <laughs> but it has served me well. I think uh, Northern Arizona on the road is not quite the same team. Give me the Thunderbirds. They were at Weber when that Hail Mary happened. All right. Now I know that can, you, that can break either way. That's a heartbreaking loss. When you play a team that was preseason top five and top 10 at the time um, and losing in that fashion. But I think Northern Arizona has got something they're building on. I think they're going to be a dangerous team in a couple of years here. Um, Give me the Lumberjacks to cover that six. 24-21 final. Southern Utah gets the win. Uh, All right. All spr- right. But you know what? Sprinkle some on the money line. You're looking for a live dog. I think Northern Arizona could be a live dog there. Southern Utah needs to learn how to win. They've lost a ton of close games this year. Um, last game on the Saturday slate, Northwestern State. Your Northwestern State team, Nick, in uh, in Louisiana, by the way, I thought I'd correct you because you said in uh, Northwest Texas they are. I realized that. I realized that in Louisiana. <laughs> you remember in the they had a uh, a magical buzzer beater. I believe it was against Purdue. Uh, I think it was a two fifteen matchup. I think you're right. And and it was uh, like from the corner, you know, when you're shooting the three from the corner and you hit glass, it's almost a miracle. Yeah. It's like almost impossible. If you try to do it, you can't. Well, they hit a game winner, I believe off glass from the corner, from the corner back, maybe in the past 10 or 15 years to beat Purdue. I recall it. Northwestern state traveling to incarnate word. Incarnate word has been good this year, man. And and this line currently incarnate word minus 10, but Northwestern state, that D was stingy last week. Love that D line. D line was causing havoc against Sam Houston state. So it sounds like you're taking points here, huh? Uh, no, I am taking incarnate <laughs> word that offense. I can't trust that offense for Northwestern state. That, that quarterback play is too shabby. Uh, give me incarnate word. Uh, give me this one to be a 31 20. They barely cover this. Ooh, one. I'm actually locking up incarnate word. I'm jumping off my boys, Northwestern state. I thought they were from Texas. I was wrong. <laughs> They're dead to me. <laughs> no, I mean, look, it's, it's, uh, it's all situationally the, the demons from Northwestern state are zero and five. Yes, they looked good last week. You know, only a, a, an eight-point loss to Sam Houston. The D line played their played their ass off. I thought. Yeah, but that's what. See, they laid it all on the line, and they still came up short. I, th- I it's I think it's hard to bounce back and have that same kind of effort two weeks in a row, especially when it's the last game of the year and you're zero and five. Meanwhile, uh, Incarnate Word has had two weeks to stew over that seventy-five forty-five loss to Nichols. And they haven't scored less than 42 points all year. And may, so, I, may I propose this question for you here? If incarnate word wins this game next week, they play Sam Houston state incarnate word only has one loss. If the, and they host Sam Houston state, if they beat Sam Houston state, they will clinch the playoff spot. I'm sorry. I forgot that uh, Sam Houston state had not clinched because of that angle. 
Oh, so 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 uh, possibly it's a look ahead game. Yes, it is possibly a look ahead <laughs> game. I think after that that beat down two weeks ago, I think they're they're gonna be you know razor focused on this game and not think about next week yet. I like Incarnate Word to roll. Uh, I'm, I I think they they get past, but I don't know about roll. Thirty one twenty. I think it's gonna be fifty two to uh, seventeen or something. Wow! Wow! Okay, getting in there. All right, I want to tell you guys that the college experience. We, oh, those are all the Saturday games, by the way. Those are all the Saturday games. We're going to jump into Sunday, but hold on. Let me. I want to tell you the college experience is brought to you by PicksWise.com. Helmed by a team of trend-watching, data-devouring sports fanatic wise guys, giving you the who, how, and why behind every single prediction on every game, every day, in every sport, all for free. NBA, MLB, NHL, whatever the sport. You better believe they have you covered with free analysis and more importantly, free picks. Plus they have all the betting news you need and the experts best bets head over to pickswise.com for all the free picks you need today. That's pickswise.com. All right, here we go. Uh, that was all Saturday. So now we dip into Sunday and Sunday's got some absolutely gigantic games on the slate and we'll start off. 11 a.m. for me, 2 p.m. Eastern for you Sunday, Nick. In the NEC, the winner, the winner gets a playoff ticket. Sacred Heart at Duquesne, second time they're matching up this season. Uh, back on March 7th, Duquesne won by three, 30 to 27. That was at Sacred Heart. This one is at Duquesne in Pittsburgh. And I think Duquesne's defense has been playing some ball lately. Give me the Dukes of Duquesne minus three. I can't wait to watch this game. I'm with you. Yeah, I think uh, you know Duquesne's a quiet four and zero, uh, and Sacred Heart maybe two and one, but they haven't played in three weeks, so they might be a little rusty here. Uh, I'll take Duquesne and the season sweep. They're at home, only lane of field goal. I think uh, yeah, good close game. They win uh, like you know 24-20, 24-17, somewhere somewhere in that ballpark. Love it. So you're going with, is that because they're Dukes? That's part of it. And I like the city of Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, you can't beat that. You gotta love that. Uh, at Duquesne. I like that basketball program too. So give me the Dukes. Uh, Austin P travels to Eastern Illinois. We, we, we talk, talked about Eastern Illinois on last week's FBS week one preview pod, the way too early week one FBS pod. Check that out. We're previewing games in August and September already. Yes, it never stops on the college experience. Austin P minus 13 at Eastern Illinois. I think Austin P is actually a team that is really going in the right direction here. Give me the governess to get this done. I'll take the home dog, actually. I know Austin P is a better team. I think Austin P wins. I mean, Austin P is four and two, but they have not beaten a team by more than seven points all year long. And that includes bad teams like Tennessee State and Southeastern Missouri State. Uh, Eastern Illinois is not good. Let me just stop you right there, buddy, and tell you, you got? that you need to start thinking about yours. Well, all right. Look, the, this governor's team, they had a brand new coach. All right. So yes, they got these early wins, barely beating teams, but over the past two weeks, they took down two of the best teams in all of college football in the FCS ranks, Jacksonville state 13 to 10, where that governor's defensive line caused havoc. I watched that game. 
Then I watched last week's Murray State game. This was a back and forth game, undefeated Murray State. And now they're going up against what? Eastern Illinois? I mean, what? One and five? Eastern Illinois? Come on. Give me the governors to get it done. This team is, tri- is you're lucky this isn't a longer season because Austin P would find themselves in the playoff if it was a longer season. Well, we were both on Austin P last week. We were right there. I just think 13 is a little too much uh, on the road here. I think uh, Austin P is hard to get up for a, a bad team like Eastern Illinois. They win, but they win like 20 to 10. There you go. You heard it first. Okay. Let's talk more Ohio Valley football because this is the championship game. Essentially. You want to take it to the playoffs, your Jacksonville state Gamecocks travel all the way to Murray, Kentucky to take on the racers, a road favorite laying nine points in Murray, Kentucky. You can't give the racers nine points. I don't care what, this is a good team. They were undefeated lost by three a week ago in a seesaw back and forth matchup with Austin P who was fresh off of beating Jacksonville state. Give me Murray state plus the nine. This is a lock. I hear everybody taking Murray state. And that has me a little concerned. Uh, What do Sean and Kramer say? Public dogs have fleas, right? So yeah, on the surface, you think all right, Jacksonville State is slightly a better team, maybe by a touchdown, but not by nine, right? That doesn't make any sense. Well, apparently that's what the books want you to think. Uh, for no other reason than that, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go contrarian here. I'm gonna zig when you're zagging. I'm gonna go Gamecocks. I'm gonna say Jackson State wins by ten. Jeez, filthy! Look, you don't go into Roy Stewart Stadium. And and let alone grab a win, but grab a cover. They played on October 26, 2019. And guess what? Murray State was dog shit this year, and Jacksonville State was really good. Jacksonville State escaped with a 14-12 win. The well, let me tell you about Roy Stewart. Roy Stewart was not a nice guy. He didn't like dogs, and I think he hit his wife once. Is this a tin cup reference? <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> I'm joking. I have no idea who Roy Stewart is, but uh, I don't know. I'm playing Jacksonville State here. I love. I love the random slander. That bastard <laughs> hit his wife, that two time and motherfucker. Right? <laughs> uh, and he didn't like dogs, but it doesn't matter if he didn't like dogs because he probably didn't like dogs because he was too busy winning fucking horse races. Give me the Murray State racers to get it done again. So, so they're a dog. Meanwhile, he didn't like dogs. How do you feel about him now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, we got two more games on the Sunday slate. Southeast Missouri State, a team that was preseason top twenty-five. They've had their struggles. They're three and four, hitting the road to Nashville, Tennessee, to take on Tennessee State. And see, Nick, I don't know if you caught this article. Uh, Tennessee State, uh, historically a black college, uh, and they have been deprived state funds as a state university uh, for a hundred years. <laughs> hmm. I, I don't know. So essentially they were doing some type of auditing and realized that the state of Tennessee was robbing Tennessee state of money all the way up until 2006. So from 1906 to 2006, they did not give them any money and they said they were giving, and also some type of, uh, how does, how does that, how does that go unknown? Like, yeah. And well, they aren't there accountants for Tennessee state. Like, Hey, you didn't give us any money this year. Dude, I shared this article. It was mind mind blowing. I didn't see it. 
because also they're like an, uh, they're, they're, they're at agricultural school and, and they were supposed to get some type of, of benefit from the state by being that, which they never were getting. And, and, and I, I don't know, but I, I was fascinated by this story and, and, and this, the president of Tennessee States expecting she, her, I think her quotes were that the, she expects the state to reimburse them all that wow. money that they're owned. I'm like, I, so how was it? How was it uh, undiscovered? I'm not sure. Sh- uncovered. No, they, they, because they, uh, they had some people go through all the auditation uh, or the, the books in the, the Tennessee <laughs> state library. All the, Auditation, huh? Yeah, auditation, <laughs> auditation. I'm drinking over here. You're hitting me with questions I don't fucking know. Point is, I they just went, said undiscovered. So, <laughs> yeah, they went to a fucking library and they went through all these books for over like a hundred fucking years, and they revealed that until 2007, that was the first year, 2007, well, that Tennessee. Let me State, ask you, this. how do you uh, how do you undiscover something? <laughs> 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 you you find it and then you, like you put it back. Don't tell anybody. Let me just. This <laughs> so is, we're both idiots. Yeah, it, it, it sounds it, it sounds pretty crazy though, and it sounds like something Tennessee might do as a state. Dude, I, I mean, I don't know how true that. I mean, I yeah, it 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 was mind boggling to me because it's, I mean that's I mean two thousand. I get it back in the day. I mean, I don't get it from being from a moral point of view, but I it, based on our history, I could see that happening. But fuck all the way. So that's why they're gonna. That's why they're gonna be pissed off this week, and that's why they're gonna win. And I'm gonna take the eight and a half. Really? Well, guess what? Tennessee State. They haven't had those funds, man. If they had those <laughs> funds, I think they would. That be weight it. room would be a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm gonna take Southeast Missouri State coming down to Hale Stadium, and they're gonna hail all over their ass because I'm telling you, give give me Southeast Missouri State. Minus the eight and a half. They win by, I think, uh, 10, 10. I know uh, Tennessee State starting that Marshall quarterback transfer. I think his eyes name's Isaiah Green. He's pretty good. But I think Southeast Missouri State is a be- it's just a better team in a better spot here. Give me Southeast Missouri State and, and God bless Tennessee State. And hopefully they get those funds and uh, they turn into the next. Uh, actually, shit. I mean, Tennessee's been so bad at football for so long. At what point do we say Memphis is the best program in Tennessee football? Well, I was going to say, yeah, University of Tennessee. They're obviously squandering all these funds that they're getting. So give some of that money to to Tennessee State and see what they can do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it safe to say though that Memphis is the best program over the past twenty years? Five years? Twenty years? Ten? I mean, they had they had Fuente. How about how about over the last five or ten years? Decade. Twenty years. Sure. You're talking about Peyton Manning and company, no, right? No, that was like '97, dude. He, he, he got drafted in fucking Ryan Leafs. <laughs> what are you talking All right, about? Time flies. <laughs> time flies too fast. I don't know. Last ten years, I'll I'll give you Memphis. Past then, I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and take a look. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, modern day, last five ten years, Memphis has definitely been better than Tennessee. Yeah, and and. and uh, and Tennessee state, if they would have had those millions of dollars probably would have been as well. Um, yeah, I think that shit over the past 10 years, I think Tennessee and Vandy are five and five against each other. So that, that, <laughs> t- that tells you enough right there. Right. Um, all right. Speaking of Tennessee, our final game is Tennessee tech against UT Martin, Tennessee Martin, who we've just, we still don't understand how they, how they haven't hired T Martin as their fucking <laughs> head coach. He was the, I, he was, uh, well, I think he was OC of USC a couple years ago. Now he's I th- last year he was at Tennessee, so maybe that's the reason why they're like this guy can't coach a, a winner, but he can definitely play as as a winner as he won a natty with with the uh, the Vols. But what are you going here? This line is at uh, UT Martin laying two. 
laying two at home against a yeah. I'll yeah. take the home team and lay the points. I think Tennessee Tech is pretty bad. It's not like Tennessee Martin's that much better. Whoa, 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 but, whoa, 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 whoa! You're taking Tennessee Tech's pretty bad. They just won by fourteen against Tennessee State, who you're taking against Southeast Missouri State. Well, dude, these teams all suck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's just let's just say that <laughs> Tennessee Tech, Tennessee State, Tennessee Martin. Anything in it with a Tennessee and it pretty much sucks. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's why Memphis is winning. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so uh, give me Tennessee Martin. I'm with you. I'm going UT Martin as well. I think they're the better team. Tennessee Williams sucked. He was an awful writer. Uh, <laughs> what else? What else? Oh, well, I, I, I'll even say Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey sucks because that whole County is fucking dry that they make it in. What kind of shit is that? You know that? They it's make still that, dry. The whole county is dry, but they make. Wow. I mean, I've never been there. That's what I've been told. So I guess I should. Yeah. I should clarify. Um, but I mean, I guess I, I still use their product occasionally. But I, I like Evan Williams over. Uh, I've made this statement before on the podcast. Evan Williams better than Jack Daniels. I don't care what you say. And cheaper. I like it because it's cheaper. I think it's comparable. I, don't, I really don't have a preference taste wise, but uh, it, since it's cheaper, I'm with you. It doesn't have as much sugar. I think. I think. I like to save a buck or two. There you go. There you go. Save a buck or two to bet it on, uh, you know, Tennessee Martin. Um, all right. Uh, give me a, give me your best play of the weekend. All right. So I'm well, all right. Let me give you my three. I think I had three locks. How about a teaser? Ooh. Ooh. All right. Well, first off my, my three locks with recap Eastern Washington minus 13. Love it. Mercer plus three all over it. In- Incarnate Word minus ten. I'm and on you know Incarnate Word, but I don't love that one. Well, look, that's your teaser right there, man. Bring that down to four. Bring Mercer up to nine, and bring Eastern Washington down to uh, seven. I think there's a better teaser out there. All right, I'm going to give you a better teaser out there, and I think it's going to be strictly. Well, you probably thought of this already. Here, you threw you threw me on the spot. <laughs> Uh okay well let's let's go no I haven't I'm gonna I'm ad libbing this right now I'm gonna go Hit me with it from out the gates I like the Eastern Washington down to six and a half right I think they're gonna win by more than a touchdown for sure for sure but I like Northern Iowa by the way I, man I feel like this line must have just moved it's back to nine uh, Northern Iowa then catch fifteen they're not losing by more than two touchdowns against North Dakota State give me that. And then give me Northern Arizona plus 12. That's not bad. That's yeah. not bad. There we go. Tease not Mercer, not Mercer plus nine. I do like Mercer plus nine too. Maybe you do a six game teaser. Should I, should, should, there you should, go, man. shall we do that? Tease it up. Cause I also think if you were to then tease Murray state getting 15, are you telling me Jacksonville state's going to win by more than 15 points against Murray state at Murray state? Mm-hmm. No, probably not. I mean, Murray State's D's been solid this year, man. Anyway, you heard it here first. My top play. Uh, I love the. I actually, I love the Richmond play too, though. I'm gonna say that you got to take that Richmond minus five and a half, especially when it's not even at six now. Richmond minus five and a half. That's another one you could tease down. Get That's not bad. Yeah, because I, I don't see William and Mary winning that game. Richmond's undefeated. Right. Richmond. I know they're only three and zero, but I mean. <laughs> they're playing for it. Look, Richmond's going to have to play JMU, right? And that is going to be, they play, I think next week. Yeah. Next week. 
or no, I actually, I think that, I don't know that that's been made up yet. They've had both their games against JMU postponed. I'm assuming they're going to try to add this because if not, how do you deem a champion in the CAA? Yeah, that's a good question. So do any of these conferences have a conference championship? I don't think traditionally, but traditionally you have a long schedule, (laughs) right? Right. I don't know. So, uh, so there's games next week, but those are regular season games, right? So so you're telling me Richmond would go four and oh, and not even make the playoff. Well, so is it automatic bursts into the playoff? No, but I think they'll go to score. And I think, I think JMU has more points. And I also think they'll go to ranking. So it's automatic. It's not, people don't like vote on it. They don't have any at large. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but gotcha. Ne- uh, by the way, next week's got some nice matchups, but yeah, I, I, the slate is much smaller starting next week. Well, because a lot of teams finish up this week. Yeah. Yeah. South Dakota state, North Dakota state highlights next week. Great. There we go. Fucking there we go. There. Um, Let's go Jack rabbits. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how they will deem that. Wouldn't it be horrible to go four and oh and, and not play and not make the playoff. Well, meanwhile, the other team that goes four and zero makes the playoff, and they had the COVID problems. Yeah, yeah, th- th- yeah. Through no fault of your own, you're <laughs> screwed, right? I almost feel like they got it. They should just open it back up to twenty four and fucking throw uh, the undefeated team. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they'll deem that. We'll uh, we'll watch it. I know it's more fair than the FBS ranking system. Sure. So right. Um, all that right. Does, that doesn't mean a team or th- a, a team or two won't get screwed though. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, with COVID so many teams got screwed with March madness, a season right. ago, look at Dayton, look at San Diego state, perhaps Baylor would have been repeat champs. Shit. You never know. Um, but all right, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for four years. We've been over 500 each and every season. Me, Patty C NC Nick, making all of our picks on a spreadsheet over at sports podcast.com. Yes. Over 500 as a collective, but also every single season, each of us over 500 also way over 500 on our locks. So make sure you check out the spreadsheet. We give it to you all for free. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing we're going to try to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. We'd certainly appreciate it. And if you do, Make sure you take a screenshot of your photo. I had a guy today send me a fucking photo, an actual photo. He took a photo, not from his phone, not from a screenshot. He had a fucking photo, like a physical photo of his review, which I could not tell that. he. I mean, he is leaving a review. I think I could tell that much, but. I could not read the fucking review. And obviously I don't think it's up yet because iTunes takes like a week to publish the review. But I thought that was pretty hilarious that a guy sent me a physical, he sent me, so he used his camera phone to take a photo of the actual photo he took of him leaving the review of the college experience. Pretty, pretty. I couldn't follow that right there. What? (laughs) Okay. So, so, you know, like a fucking physical photo. So he has a physical photo of his review. Right. Okay. Now he had, he had somebody take a screenshot of him holding the physical photo of him, (laughs) of him living or leaving that review. So as much as I couldn't read the review is when I zoomed in on my, on my computer, I could see it was the college experience review. So look, 
we don't, we, you know, I will give anybody a free t-shirt. You can use the old, what is that? What is that camera? That disposable camera? You can go fucking grab one of those at the Rite Aid if they still sell them. Do they still sell them? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Polaroids are making yeah. a comeback though. Like, it, like, you know, like everything vintage is coming back, like record players and everything. Yeah. I, I had a friend with a Polaroid camera, like taking pictures and, you know, the thing prints out right there. <laughs> there you go. So grab yourself a Polaroid camera. <laughs> for all I give a fuck, grab yourself a Polaroid camera. As long as it gets me, you can fucking mail it to my address for all I care. Not my personal address, but the, the SGP address. But, um, and, and we'll send you a college experience t-shirt. All right. Give us a review, take a photo, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will send you a college experience t-shirt. Brand new t-shirt guys. Our studies have shown your chance of getting ass goes up 89.7%. If you're in a bowling alley. So, uh, go ahead and do that at the Colby D and, uh, Give, give me a follow as well. And also give NC Nick a follow on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give Patty C a follow at Patty C a three one. And make sure you give the sports gambling podcast a follow at DSGP network and check out the sports gambling podcast Slack channel. All right. This is the college experience. FCS style. You better start thinking about yours. And we're out.